0: So where do you think a good place to start is then?
1: Um, How about now? (laughs) No, I think where you're going is a great place to start. I've been so in the work to get to Peru that I am going to let you take the lead on how we got here. How's that?
0: Yeah, I'll start with the text message I got from you a few months ago stating that we needed to talk. And can I call you? And I said, yeah, no problem. And I was... A little concerned at first because that's not how our communications go. And I remember I was driving home and had no service. So I had to find a place with cell service and I pulled over and you called me and you as typical Michelle fashion, 300 miles an hour face on fire about fucking mushrooms and harvesting them and (laughs) had like this whole sidebar. And then you were like, do you want to go to Peru to do ayahuasca? This is how I remember it. I was like, sure.
1: It was, yeah. wasn't just sure. It was. You were no questions asked. It's kind of like you said it out loud. It's an inside yeah. joke. But <laughs> that's the crazy thing. And the messed up part of all of this is that that feels like yesterday now that we're talking about it but I feel like you just knew you were going to go because there was no question. I don't even think I finished asking the question and I don't even know if you knew what that was at the time, did you? Or Mm. like have an understanding of it?
0: Zero. Yeah, I operate on the assumption. I feel like if you tell me something, it's for a reason. So the fact that you thought about me in this quest, I was like, yeah, of course. (laughs) Whose car are we taking? You know?
1: Can't ever talk about it. Can't ask any questions.
0: But then we were talking about that afterwards, and I mentioned that story, and you you were like, wait, is that how it went? I, I had a dream. So do you remember the dream you had prior to our phone call?
1: Yeah, I remember vaguely your dream, but it doesn't feel like a dream to me anymore. So I don't want to be like, yeah, it was, and add something to it that makes me sound like a fucking crazy person right now. Uh,
0: too late. Because
1: you don't... <laughs> <laughs> So again, I'm going to let you take the lead as I decompress and I start coming back into my body so I can have a present conversation with you.
0: All right, so why don't I start with how my day progressed from there. So I said yes to something I had zero idea about. I had half a clue of a hallucinogen. That was about it. I had no idea it was a medicine, not a drug. I was so uneducated on the topic. So when I did get home... I started to look into it, to the thing I just committed to. What I realized is like, oh, well, this is perfect. Now I know why you asked me to go, because this is exactly where I'm currently going in my life. I'm trying to sort out all of my trauma and bullshit that's been affecting my life in not the best ways, trying to understand why I'm doing things, trying to be better at things. And... I'm getting immersed in this whole culture, ancient culture, which is fucking fascinating on its own, let alone to be able to participate in it. I am just down the Machu Picchu rabbit hole. I am reading those books that were recommended. And now I'm really putting together uh, some intentions of why I want to go. And it started with self care, it started with. Just wanting to rub fucking elbows with people that lived like how I would want to live. Whether it's just the, 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 the way they use reciprocity in their relationships and they, they love the land and they're just fucking grateful for almost everything. And I think it's very impressive when people with not, quote, not a lot of stuff, are grateful because I think that sticks out because I think in our daily lives we see a lot of people with a lot of material shit and they're just fucking resentful as all hell and they're a dime a dozen but you get someone with not a lot of stuff in you know, our you know our Western eyes and they're just grateful it just sticks out and I was identifying that gratitude was missing in my life right R- resentment is very easy and gratitude is a practice that's acquired through effort. It's just not bestowed on you. I was realizing I don't have enough of that in my life. And reading about their culture and just everything that they've been about for centuries and probably thousands of years was fascinating. And I just really wanted to be a part of that because that was one of my biggest needs self-identified needs.
1: Watching your level of consciousness and depth that you dive to understand self, the way you interact in the world, the way others operate, it was like, not everybody is going to feel called to ayahuasca. So if I felt called to say the question, it felt like the calling was already there. Now hearing you talk about what happened because of said call, <laughs> no pun intended, maybe that's why I was like, can I call you? But it feels like that you know, Machu Picchu rabbit hole, as you described it, is you remembering a calling of something that you, like you said, it was like right down your alley, like the next step of evolution. Your grandfather's here, as you were talking about, like this next step of evolution. So I'm a little like taken back and I don't want to turn this into a session because Carla will yell at me.
0: Well, oh, just uh, quickly in the grandfather note, uh, I texted my family yesterday because that was the 79th anniversary of him getting shot out of the sky.
1: Oh my God! Well, thank you for texting your family and always holding such a light and shining it on what's important and bonding with your family over that. You guys have an amazing story. Your your ancestors are fierce. You guys have some warriors. Uh,
0: okay. And it, it kind of just it went to the gratitude and resentment. Like I just feel like people have so much fucking resentment in their life. They're not overwhelmed with gratitude. Like, well, thank thank I didn't have to fight a world war, so I can just live in the peace that was created and be grateful for this what we're doing here and it's hard because yeah. I, no one has any historical context anymore everyone thinks like today is how life has always been and that I was trying to just be like hey there was a time when people did hard shit and suffered for us to be able to do this and we're all walking around resenting every and every one rather than just being like oh my god t- today's awesome <laughs>
1: I'm not starving to death. I'm not a prisoner of war.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm not fighting. See, this is the this is where I say you're just you're different. You're at a different level of consciousness, understanding, perspective, because these are lost. It's it's lost on today. Unfortunately, I think because it's lost, this is why we've lined up with the world that we're living in. But I'd like to think that doing the work, which is what we're doing, right? I think this is doing the work and learning self and. And learning how to take those triggers and find compassion and gratitude and push that instead of just having the triggers be a triggers where you just pour in that like judgment and like, you know, like you were talking about, I think this is where the medicine going to help because it's a balance because with your awareness comes a really hard line where it's like you want to be like, why is everyone stuck on stupid? But then you have to gently remind yourself that it's everyone's journey and everyone gets it when they get it, and sometimes people never get it. And, like, it's a hard fucking thing. I hear this is, this is why it's like, hey, do you want to go and do that? <laughs> you don't just say that to anybody. You say that to somebody who's had that experience, that work, done that effort to understand self, and it, that sense of judgment almost comes as a natural byproduct, but it's only a propelling fuel, right? It's only just a a fuel to get us to that compassion because we've all been there. You know, think about a time where, like, you, like, had, like, a, you know, a stuck-on-stupid moment before you've had your, all did all your work and that there was probably someone who had the awareness like you that gave you some compassion even though behind your back was like, why are you fucking stuck-on-stupid? Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I'll date the compassion's the other part and that's another thing I'm really really looking forward to getting some some tools and maybe some direction to start being able to practice that more because that's i mean that's just just like gratitude it through effort you'll find compassion instead of just being a. I I just don't want to be judgmental i don't want to be upset at everyone that hasn't done any hard work that's fucking everything up and that is a big part of it and I think you helped me identify, too, that we're... we're, Yes, we're doing this for ourselves, but we're also kind of pumping it in to help others as well in the collective.
1: Like, if we can learn how to show up to ourselves on a deeper level, then we can learn how to show up for others on a deeper level, and that includes people that we already have in our life and total strangers and everyone in between on that spectrum. It feels like the next natural step of evolution, like the fact that DJ is coming now, like, blows my mind. The fact that we have people that we know from high school coming... The fact that this tribe is lining up to do this together and for us to be with such ancient, we're talking like the Jupibo tribe, like, <laughs> and the elders of it. So to be able to have that opportunity, like you said, but then to follow an inner knowing that says just show up, because that's what my whole motto is just show up. I don't even have an intent anymore. It's just show up. I want it to be gentle, but it's just showing up. Because if we can be better with our triggers, with the things that make us tick, with the way that we're interacting with society, then we can become better leaders. We can become better listeners. We can become better, I I don't want to say better people because that sounds so cliche, but just a better anchor into this energy. And the only thing that we're anchoring is, is compassion. It's like my friend Molly said the other day, she's like, we all conceptually understand so much, and we and our awarenesses are so high on so many levels. And we get together, we have these amazing talks, and this movement happens, and it's and it's incredible. But it's time to embody the knowledge, embody the message, embody it at a deeper level. Because like we're all think we're embodying, right? But we were all healing for the embodiment. Now it's time to fully embody it. And that was super powerful to me because we're all looking to be better than who we were yesterday. We're all striving to be a better, imperfect version of ourselves, but a better understanding of how we are. So this is just this level of, I feel, understanding that we're giving ourselves to be that better version. One of the things that I think really was, a we had already committed to it, but I don't know if you remember me sending you an article about the Should people Tribe, Explaining why you should consider taking ayahuasca, and said like in the most friendliest terms they're going to explain it. They were talk about cleaning out your gallbladder and like how it like cleans your system out, but how most people think you're out of control and you don't know what's going on. In fact, you're like hyper and you're hyper aware, you're hyper and focused. And from that viewpoint, you're allowed to dissect, let's say, the things that are triggering, triggering to be judgmental and or separation. And it shows you how to lead from that place of compassion. It shows you the parts of you that are running the show, the traumas perhaps that you thought you dealt with or didn't know were there, and it's this defragging. Listen, we've all been through trauma. Every single person has. But it's not necessarily about having to heal that trauma anymore. It's about, it about losing the old programming because of the trauma. Like I'm so, even though I've been out of the spiritual closet for the better part of a decade, there's still part of me that needs to shed the things that made me survive and those things run the show in the background and it would take an entire lifetime to uncover what we're going to be able to do in a 10-day cleanse we're purging what doesn't serve us so we can be shown what does and that's powerful as fuck and so I was like um yeah I'm down with that is there anything that you have come across or any perspective that you've had since committing to it that was like just an affirmation of, yes, this is why I want to do this?
0: Uh, I don't know if it's a specific thing, but I just feel like every day that goes by, I seem to be unlocking another layer in, in the direction where we're headed, if that makes sense. I don't know. I just Stuff just keeps lining up where I'm learning more about the gratitude. And am learning more about these things that I'm really want to be part of my journey to peruse. I chalk that up to a little preparation. It's always with us. It's always working, whether we to choose to notice that or not. I think is I'm starting to see that uh, because it, yeah. and there's just a lot of things that as I read these books and as I just think about these very simple but profound customs and just ways they look at the world and the, the, the three worlds and the history and then you start really chewing on that for a while it just stuff that's always related to that seems to be popping up all around me and i don't know if that's the fucking algorithm or just
1: i feel like that's how you kind of live your life like i think that's what we all kind of do already that are on this path i think it's going to help us be impeccable with that because what you're seeing and their culture and their way of life is how you're, li- you're looking to live the rest. You've moved mountains so far to get to this point in your life, and it's come at a very heavy cost for you. And this is now the, oh, wait, this is why I cleared space. This is why I am where I am, so I can start implementing these beautiful different types of ways of life into my own practice here and anchoring that in. That's what I'm hoping to do. I know that it's a healing thing for all of us, but it's more so of a, an anchoring in of a way of life, a way of being. We've lost that. This is why you're so powerful with your, the way that you explain how we've lost our ways and, and the facts and things that you give. Like This is getting back to our ways, reconnecting to what matters, and we're not going back hundreds of years. We're going back thousands. In fact, ayahuasca has been used for that we can predate at least 5,000 years. I'm sure it's been used longer.
0: What about this isn't going to be awesome? And even if I, it is bad, who gives a shit?
1: Exactly. That's the thing that I keep saying to myself. One, that's just a, when I have that rogue thought, I'm like, that's just a thought. The thought's not real. And then I say, so why would that be so bad? Ayahuasca isn't there to make you live your traumas and to feel it all. It's there so you see that you're good. It's there that you see that even in the parts of you that were that were bad, that caused shame, that caused judgment, that caused fear, whatever it is, that you're good. You're pure. It's a mother's energy. So even in the scary parts, you're being held in a calmness. But now being with the shamans who can sing the songs of the plants, who can navigate that world, who have been doing it in a lineage that spans the time that this medicine has been used. I keep reminding myself that I'm in a womb. It's not like you're in somebody's house in, you know, fucking Florida. You're with people who are using this as a medicine using it appropriately and we're not just going and taking this this medicine and that's it the entire journey to and back home from peru is a journey in itself and then the journey to the medicine is a journey in and of itself carla said lean into it and know that you are protected and what's coming out is what you need this is why i dropped in the the whole container of self-love which i think is insane that that's how this is all coming into play and i think that that's going to be a place of where compassion happens because it's learning compassion for self and for all of us it's learning balance it's learning the balance of reciprocity every single one of us i feel like in this container are learning how to balance where we are so imbalanced from giving but the leaning in thing was
0: huge. Real quick before we move on, because you said something that really made a lot of sense to me when you said self-love and love yourself and be grateful for yourself. And that is obviously one of my things that always comes out of this is you 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 realize you, you're holding a lot of shit against yourself from your past actions and just your past life. And you don't really know why. And that is definitely, for me, a preventative thing to make me able to apply this to other people. So I am very looking forward to feeling the love. If there's any common experience I've heard from people that have gone through this, and I know everyone's journey is different, but the, the one common theme usually is just the feeling of absolute love. That That's
1: my whole reason why I wanted to go. Yeah. I think all of us have an armor built, and I think every single one of us has an armor built over rejection, pain, whatever it is, and it's on our heart chakra. And to be the embodiment, as Molly would say, a deeper embodiment of this consciousness, this state of being, we got to drop that armor.
0: If anyone survived this long in their life, they've done hard things. There's no avoiding it. It's just, you know, did you fucking learn something from it or not?
1: Yeah, did you learn something or not? <laughs> I feel like that should be the thing we should put somewhere in our tracking to this journey. Did you learn something or not?
0: Cause that, I mean, that's it. That That's the difference between a mistake and a fucking learning experience.
1: You know what? A huge thing that when you just said that just bubbled was, I'm ready to give myself the grace of having lessons, not life sentences. I feel like I keep myself chained to certain life sentences that I've imposed on myself for whatever shortcoming and or behavior or whatever. Do um, you know what I'm saying? And that's yeah, part yeah. of this.
0: Well, uh, yeah. And because for you especially, like you say that to fucking people on a daily basis, you're able to point that out, hold the mirror up for people, for them to wrap their head around it. But that's not an automatic, easy button for you to do that in your own life. And that's...
1: Uh, no, of course not. Right. So, so Some would say my entire life side a lot of a trauma response. If you look at it from... The mirror I can hold up versus the reflection that can cripple me and the constant work that I have to do in order, one, because I have to work on myself in order to do it, but to hold that mirror up and not see myself, I have to see it every day, and it's very, it's hard to do that to for myself, as I think anybody would say, that it's easier to do that for others than for yourself. Great. I cannot wait to see what happens in Peru